Looks like the streetlights are coming on, Billy Boy. And it's time that you were heading back home, Billy Boy. From WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University, this is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, and our guest this week is Sunshine Boys from Chicago. This trio met while playing together in another band and quickly realized they had musical chemistry between them. Fast forward to 2018, they released their debut album, Blue Music, and followed that with their record Work and Love, released in 2020. We'll hear songs from those albums performed live in Studio A this hour, and we'll talk with band members about their backgrounds and music. It's Sunshine Boys, this hour on Sessions from Studio A, right after these headlines from NPR. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, welcoming the trio Sunshine Boys to the show this week. Their latest album, Work and Love, was released last year and is now available everywhere. We'll talk with band members about that later on, but first, the opening track from that record. This is I Was Already Gone by Sunshine Boys. Caroline, 
start off thank you so much for coming out and playing today it's a gr- oh, great you, set um, thank you spencer could you go down the line and everyone introduce themselves and tell us what you're playing in the band here today yeah absolutely i'm Frida love smith i'm the drummer i'm doc julen i play guitar and sing and i'm jackie schimmel i play bass and sing and how did sunshine boys form how did the three of you come together well we had been kind of drafted by some friends of ours to serve as a as their backing band in a way Frida and I had and there was a bass player who could not uh, make it he just could not commit to the gig and they were looking around and I said to them please let me introduce you to Jackie Schimmel I want her to play in this thing and and you'll just trust me it's gonna be great and so Jackie came aboard and we did a couple of shows with those guys but as as we played together we were like we're pulling away and forming our own band so that's what we did (laughs) We infiltrated and double-crossed. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're, you're double, you have a- to double do. agents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. You kind of knew right away that the three of you kind of had this chemistry. Yeah, even, even before that, that, that we came together as, as a band with them and, and when we pulled away, I, I had the suspicion that, and these two had never met. Uh, Frida and Jackie did not know each other, so I just kind of f- felt that the three of us would sound pretty good together. And we did, and do. And will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, where are you from? What's kind of home base for the band? We, we say we're from Chicago, but Jackie's the only one who actually lives in Chicago. You, um, you get that cred from me. Because <laughs> dog, dog lives up in Woodstock and, and Frida's in Evanston. And I guess Evanston people aren't allowed to say they're from Chicago. You can't. It's right. the greater yeah, Chicagoland yeah. area. Get mad okay. at you. <laughs> right. But Jackie, you give you you have the Chicago credit. That's here, right. So exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering about some of your influences for the band on on songwriting, on lyric writing. What are some some things that influence you three? I think we all have a lot of bands that we 
like a lot of similar bands that we like and um but to be to be honest in terms of influence i mean we've been around long enough my my influence at at this moment is is these two i i i'm influenced by the sound we make together and that's how the songs are written that's why they're written so we can all play them basically so for for like music that we all enjoy i mean beatles and the kinks and the jam and uh, dog and i are particular fans of xtc yes um but like sloan and new pornographers and fountains of wayne just all the all the really melodic bands that also have interesting lyrics Mm -hmm. and and really good ingenious arrangements yeah yeah when we spent some time on the road last year, we had a lot of time to listen to things. And one of the things that I think we all three had the strongest affinity for was the very first REM record, which is oh, yeah. a band that we've been compared with. Um, but it was a it was a it was a kind of probably represents the same thing to all of us as younger people in bands that were just forming and what REM meant to college radio and thusly hundreds and thousands of bands across the land so they were they that was a thing that represented more than just great music it sort of it really helped kick off a kind of a do-it-yourself uh, movement i suppose you could say among bands yeah. everywhere so yeah. so we listened we we had a, a a lot of fun listening to the first rem record when we were on, on the road again cool so. tell us a little bit about that being on the road then did you have some shows last year um, I know it's been just, uh, it goes without saying, it's been a crazy past year mm-hmm. and a half for live music and bands. A lot of people haven't been able to play out. Right. Um, but what, what's kind of your experience been like this past year? We're, we're really lucky in that we were on uh, a remarkably cool tour right before COVID hit the U.S. So it was January and February of 2020, um, and we were able to go out and do a few shows supporting my um, my bandmate and Blake Babies, Juliana Hatfield. She was touring. She did a national tour, and we picked up a lot of the Midwest dates with her. It oh, was cool. so much fun, and it seems like you know innocent days gone by. Like none of us had <laughs> any idea yeah, what was right. just about to happen. Mm-hmm. What was already happening yeah. in other parts of the world. So um, it was really devastating when everything shut down but i i feel super grateful that we got to got to do that and we all have friends whose tours were canceled or cut short and gotcha. yeah it was a really fun pairing um for me especially i mean i think for all of us but for me it really felt like my my musical past and my musical present like um kind of coming together in perfect harmony was super fun Like the streetlights are coming on, Billy Boy. And it's time that you were heading back home, Billy Boy. They'll be calling your name out soon, telling you it's time to come and clean your room. There'll be no more sleeping in until noon, Billy Boy. You are heading for another world now. you don't recognize But don't worry though It only lasts a lifetime or so 
performance from Sunshine Boys. This hour on sessions from Studio A. You can find more from them on sunshineboys.net. And their latest record, Work and Love, is streaming everywhere now and is available for purchase over on bandcamp.com. Stick around after the short break. We'll have more music and conversation with Sunshine Boys. This is Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. Our guest this hour is Sunshine Boys. Here's another from their record, Work and Love, recorded live in Studio A. This is Summertime Kids by Sunshine Boys. Summertime kids will be drifting away. We did what we did, knowing they could never stay. So drop what you're carrying, let it lay where it lands. There are so many things that we will never understand. And we go down, down. Take a look around now From your place in the night There is no one in front of you now Only footsteps behind There is the shadow And there is the sun They're so far apart But see how each needs the other one Ooh, drunk on ocean Blinding with light When we kick the commotion
talk about that new album then that came out in 2020 work and love tell yes. us about putting that album together we were touring with juliana hatfield and we felt we all had all this momentum going and then we had to pull out of it and, and yeah. just sort of sit around but the album came together um kind of i think once we finished our first album once we had the kind of the release cycle for that blue music the album is called that came out in 2018 and once that sort of um, all the promotion and the things were done with that, we sort of started right up on the next one. I had been writing for that, for the second album, as the first album was being kind of yeah. mixed and stuff. So we were, we had a lot of material and we were a lot of energy. And we recorded it. Um, we And we had these kind of crowd sourcing oh, right. like campaigns Indiegogo for campaign. both of those records and things like that. So that in itself is a lot of work. Um, yeah. But we did. We recorded the first, or we recorded the second album in an in a in a unique way. And and maybe Frida, you want to talk about about how um, why you, why you're now drumming standing up? Yeah, that was that was the biggest change from the yeah. first record to the second. Um, so in between those albums, I had back surgery, and you know wasn't quite sure how to move forward 
on drums and with some experimenting kind of discovered that standing up and drumming was actually very comfortable yeah like, so com completely pain-free um furthermore it ended up just feeling really fun i like being on eye level with the band and i liked having to get creative with the constraints of a lot fewer drums right. to hit. And so I feel for me, that's like a, a defining characteristic of work and love is like, that's the album where I kind of figured out how to um, create the feeling and sound of, of a full drum kit as, as best I could with basically just two drums and, and one cymbal. Right. That's a, that's an interesting way to look at it too. The forcing yourself to use less and kind of still be able to make it dynamic, which you do. So it sounds like there was kind of a DIY uh, approach to the album, which I like, too. You mentioned the crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. um, what about uh, the production of the album, recording? Um, what was that like, that process? We worked again with Matt Allison, who's a kind of a, a well-known punk rock producer in the Chicago area. And we had such a great experience working with him the first time that we, we wanted to do it again with him. And so we were able to record... In a, um, in a studio much like the one we recorded in today out there, but at Northwestern. And that was a, that was a great experience. We, we did the basic tracking in just a few days, I think, and then um, did a lot of the overdubs, <clears throat> vocal overdubs at, at Matt's house, and, and I recorded some guitar parts at home. So a kind of um, a modern way of recording it is, mm -hmm. is, is sending it to each other in email and things like mm -hmm. that. So there's a lot of it that was done that way. And, um, and also had um, the addition of some strings, which mm -hmm. is really helps. Uh, we've got them on three songs. And I play in a group called Poi Dog Pondering out of Chicago. And the violin player from that group, um, Susan Vells, did the strings and the arrangements. And our friend Anna did uh, cello on that. So we're really happy that the cool. textures that... that you know, we have we have we have a lot of the same guitar sounds and things as the first record, but this one has a little more acoustic guitar. There's some piano and there's some strings. I think it's a really nice sounding record. Yeah. So, um, and I saw online that you uh, pr are pressing that one to vinyl too. Is that correct? Yeah, came out on vinyl. Both cool. records came out on vinyl with a, a a friend that we've known for a long time who has a record label called Cheap Kiss. Uh, named after his two favorite groups, Cheap Trick and Kiss. <laughs> there you go. So, um, but they were interested in moving into the vinyl. Um, they're a kind of a record store and an online store, and they wanted us to do a release, and so they, they chose us, which was great. So, yeah, we, we have both records available on vinyl, which is very nice, and people really enjoy listening to vinyl. So, yeah, yeah and made a total comeback these, yeah, right. these past decade. It's, yeah. it's interesting. But I love having a physical copy, you know. Yeah, along. something the, to the it. The streaming is is convenient, but having that physical object is, yeah, there is something yeah, to nice. it. You're right, and people can get those on your website. For sure, we encourage cool. them to do just that. That's sunshineboys.net. That's right.
Sunshine Boys, performing live in Studio A. Once again, you can find their latest record, Work and Love, streaming everywhere, and you can pick up a copy of that on vinyl over at sunshineboys.net. While you're online, be sure to check out WNIJ.org for behind-the-scenes video of this live performance and many others. We'll be right back with more from Sunshine Boys in just a moment. This is Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, and if you're just joining us now, our guest this week is Rock Trio Sunshine Boys. We've got time for a few more from their live set recorded right here in Studio A. This is Sunshine Boys performing World Turning Round, live on Sessions from Studio A. So high till a shot split the sky and broke up my smoke filled bubble. I wound up on the ground. I felt a perilous pound, the sound of a heart in trouble. 
If you feel dizzy and down If you're not lost where you once were found It's just the world turning round The world turning round It's just the world turning round Turning around on you Disturb the dreamers in flight As they glide through the night To flirt with the wine-spun moon They go courting the muse Ignoring the news Snoring through afternoons If you feel dizzy and down If you're now lost where you once were found It's just the world turning around the world turning round It's just the world turning round Turning around on you Ooh, the simple becomes so hard When it catches you off guard Right out of the blue oh, What will you do? Time after time, this time spent the wrong way It goes such a long way Goes back such a long way It's just the world turning round The world turning round It's just the world turning round Turning around on you The world turning round Turning turning around tell us about that song um that's a song about about surprises and um me um me being issued a kind of a a workplace surprise over the past couple of years and and perhaps um me being a little bit self-pitying about it i decided to turn around slightly and mock myself in a song and just say this stuff happens you know so that it's just the way the world goes he chews you up and spits you out, and if you're living in a nice little dreamland, sometimes you get blasted out of the sky. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. It's one of my faves. Um, I'm curious too about the writing process for the band. What is it like when you come up when you're starting a new song? You're getting an arrangement together. What is what does that look like for you three? Well, I mean, Dog writes the the songs, and he will usually give us a pretty fully formed demo. Sometimes it's just you and a guitar, but other mm-hmm. times you sort of like mock up some drums and bass kind of stuff. Um, and then Frida and I um, always feel very free to completely disregard what he came <laughs> up with as bass and drums and come up yeah. with our own ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it works. It works really well. I, f- I just find that when when Dog sends us a, a demo, um, it's it's real clear how the song should should go you know how how we should should add our parts and and make it a whole and and then once we get to the rehearsal room is when when there's changes on arrangement or um um just a complete rewrite of chords in some instances or a a break that we want to introduce um it becomes a, a collaborative thing at that point but it's basically kind of an initial offering to these two to say what do you think of that? Do you like it? And should we move forward with it? Yeah. And tell me what's wrong with it. <laughs> so it's a really fun process, and we, we work really well, and aren't afraid to like, spend some time trying different things. Yeah, it's one of my agree. favorite things. Like we just we collaborate really well at that yeah. stage of the process. Agreed. Yeah. And we um, since our very first um, practice, the first time we got together, we did not waste any time with any jam sessions we didn't we didn't just like play 
back in the USSR for mm-hmm. 90 minutes or something. No, we, I would have been long gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, 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 when we knew we were going to be in a, a band, and then there were songs, and we started working yeah. on them right away. came in with the blueprint, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, and then off we went. Yeah. So, so anybody out there, please don't ask us to play back in the USSR <laughs> during the <laughs> show. Yeah. What are some future plans for the band, then, as we get into... The winter coming up in 2022. I'm hoping this next year, you know, brings back more live music and more normal times. So what's uh, what's coming up next for the band? Great question. Um, we have, it's a question we, we ask ourselves. It's a question we have. <laughs> yeah. We do have some dates booked in December. We're going to be doing, um, at, at the moment, just three, but we're going to be doing three shows with uh, Josh Caterer, who is the Smoking Pope's. Um, singer and 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 writer and, oh, cool. and he's got a trio that that he's had been playing with for the past year or so, featuring our friends John San Juan from the Hush Drops and John Perrin from NRBQ. So they've got a great trio, yeah, and we're going to be doing some locals. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah. So we're going to be doing a, a couple of shows out of town, and then some, and then a local show. And I think it's a good pairing, and and maybe it'll lead to some other stuff. But performance wise, that's what we have, and. Am I forgetting something? We're doing a house show tomorrow, but we're doing that's a house, show <laughs> a house show tomorrow. But this this will be oh, well after fun. the fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. oh, the other thing is that we're we're hoping to maybe um, record a seven inch. It's something that we've been talking about doing that we've never that we've never done. So yeah. the, um, very cool. Underwater may uh, will probably be the A side on that. Yeah. So again, yeah, we've got a couple couple more things working on uh, to possibly be a B side, but we'd like to get a we'd like to get a seven inch single out, and that could be some point I think next year when the world maybe thaws out a little bit, right? Yeah, cool. hopefully. And remind people one more time where they can find your music and keep up with news from Sunshine Boys. Sunshineboys.net, um, Facebook.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're Sunshine Boys Music on Facebook.com. There we, there we go. go, Sunshine Boys Music. Thank you, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Jackie's one of the the one of us who really truly knows what's going on. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunshine boys, thank you so much for coming out and playing in Studio A today. Our pleasure. Thank, thank you, you, Spencer. This number is called "Only a Million Miles." <laughs> Bye. 
performed live in Studio A by Sunshine Boys. That one closes out the band's latest record, Work and Love, and will also bring an end to our show this hour. A huge thanks to Sunshine Boys and to you for joining us this week. Find more from the band on sunshineboys.net. They've got some live dates coming up also. They're at The Space in Evanston, December 16th, The Lyric Room in Green Bay, Wisconsin on the 17th, and The Back Room in Milwaukee, December 18th. 
Also, be sure to check out WNIJ.org for some live video from this performance in Studio A. If you are a local artist here in our area and you'd like to be featured on Sessions, just send us in a submission with some music over to sessions at niu.edu. Sessions from Studio A is produced on the campus of Northern Illinois University by yours truly, along with Jared Ortega. I'm Spencer Tritt. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next time on Sessions from Studio A.